You're now listening to Music Impulse with Smiles. It's your boy Smiles, and we here for another episode of the Music Impulse. On this episode, I got my man Alex Kane up in the building, you know, super rapper, producer extraordinaire. And y'all know how we like to start all the episodes with artists. We like to play a couple songs, so we're going to play Super Coney and American Idol featuring my dog Skeet Gross. So you can introduce those yes, songs, sir. we'll get right to it. Appreciate you, sir. What up, though? Um, so Super Coney is uh, some... Detroit, born and raised. Uh, Coney Island is a, a staple uh, up here, Midwest, East Coast. So, uh, Super Coney is a song. Just you know, uh, is uh, both verses are two different nights. You know, hanging with the homies, and then uh, another night is uh, you know hitting Coney up with a chick. Just a you know a random night. So it's just really just a night out, uh, two nights out, just around Detroit. Um, just a day in my life, a night in my life. Um, type stories, and then American Idol, um, you know, with my with the homie Skeet Gross is <laughs> basically uh, you know, just a be, being black in America and about you know, uh, just the essence of American Idol, you know, dancing and singing, you know, for acceptance here in America. So uh, it's something that we threw together, you know, being black in America and being accepted. So uh, hope y'all rock with both two different spectrums, but uh, layers to Alex Kane. All right, and here go the tracks, and we'll be right back for the rest of the episode. Yes, sir. Ride through my city, we ducking under the pressure. Posted at the home, whatever is beneficial. Hennessy on my mental, what you trying to get into? 25 lighters on my dresser. Yes, sir. Ride through my city, we ducking under the pressure. Posted at the home, whatever is beneficial. Hennessy on my mental, what you trying to get into? Slavish every dose, I ride it just like a rake. Only thing dripping around this bitch is the paint. Wishing I could see my own blue, but I can't. Holy Trinity, I see you soon at the gates. Pussy money weed and rotation repeat. Super cold chili cheese with my niggas we deep. Yeah, I know they 15s, but I keep them clean. Way before the videos, making the scene. Taking back the black jewels with straps and club blue on Wednesdays. That's probably what a hoes be at. Facebook with your EDU. Say the hoes on deck. On the west side, we be through. Swish the sweets and bring me to. Game, hit the magic stick, midtown, bowl and pool. No hostility, bro, we cool, we be smooth. Ride through the city when we crew. I got 25 lighters on my dresser, yes sir. Ride through my city, we ducking under the pressure. Posted at the cone, whatever is beneficial. Hennessy on my mental, what you trying to get into? I got 25 lighters on my dresser, yes sir. Ride through my city, we ducking under the pressure. Posted at the cone, whatever is beneficial. Hennessy on my mental. Posted at the ball with my dog H. Charlie walking in with a cousin, I'm gon' speak. I'm on drinks. How you doing? What's your name and shit? Honestly, I'm happy that you came, little bitch. We bout to dip and now we posted at Meach Crit. Charlie had a bottle and a whip on freak shit. Dog on the move, slid girl in the other room. Charlie need a ride to the crib and I'm like, cool, I boom. Here we go, make a stop on the end. Hit the super coney on the way and I'm in. Now he's winding, then the chili 
watching the Nia Walking out the other room to me and just a T uh, I'm ready to She wanna get broke off and I can't But can't be a man, it's a one night I got 25 lighters on my dresser, yes sir Riding through my city, we ducking under the pressure Posted at the comedy, whatever is beneficial Hennessy on my mental, what you trying to get into? I got 25 lighters on my dresser, yes sir Riding through my city, we ducking under the pressure They cut your hand off for reading, but they gave you a bite. Singing, you dance to be America's idol. Built it on our backs, but never gave us a title. Dropping choppers in the hood, selling crack for survival. Try to do it for ourselves, they gon' come through and burn. Call us savages and crooks, but what the fuck did we learn? No matter the president, it ain't no different than Kermit. Your representation matters, but my niggas is hurting. With my hand on the Bible, and I solemnly swear to lead them all with more shoes than one nigga can wear. You can say it was a choice and all, but I wasn't there. Look, I'ma stay fresh and ball, cause it never was fair. Yeah, we came a long way, but we too close to forget it. System kill us in the streets, and our government let it. Nah, they ain't trying to listen unless you fuck with their pockets. Lock us up to make a profit, they too greedy to stop it. Fuck the truth just stepped in the door, the spook that sat by the door You never met me before, the magazine stretched down to the floor By a back then I'm spazzing with glasses The revolution was never broadcasted, it was podcasted I spoke prophecies to y'all asses, fake niggas perpetrated And y'all gasses, I carry the torch with a passion Can y'all match it, kill them slow and bury them all in a tall casket it goes down in the jungle where gorillas live. Yeah, dark side kids baptizing alcohol down the razor blade. Cause bloodshed is imminent. The black American dream is a bigger career. And an escalade in the front yard. Singing Amazing Grace while we stunting hard. Pinky ring full of black diamonds. Living above the law. Sundays reading songs. Stuffing weed inside the king palm. Nigga, I ain't stunting, y'all. Drink <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was actually one of the uh, questions I was gonna uh, have yeah. for you. Um, for sure, that's my dog. But yeah, I, I I was saying that to say like, yeah, I figure I ain't gonna be on here three hours. <laughs> I'm just I'm just me, but I yeah. appreciate it, man. Oh yeah, for sure. But uh, if y'all don't know, it's your boy Smiles. We're here for another episode of the Music Impulse. I'm here with my dog Alex Kane up in the building. What up, though? You know, you know what I'm saying? How, how you doing, my guy? Doing good, man. I said getting over a, a little head cold, but, um, you know, I'm happy it wasn't the Rona. But um, <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm still I'm on cloud nine, man. We're getting to work on music. Oh, music yeah. dropping. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. New album on the way, on the way. Yeah. Uh, well, what part time I hear this, the album will be out because I'm, I'm dropping this on Saturday. So, yeah, the album come on Thursday. Yes, sir. Yes, so the sir. album's out now. The album's out now. <laughs> album out now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Album out. I'm feeling good. You know what I'm saying? I'm drinking my, my alkaline water, man. Yeah. Living, man. Back in the D. And I was, you know, down there in the heat in Texas for about seven years. But yeah. Back in the D, BMF popping. Everybody saying, what up, though? Yeah, that's what uh, Logan t- telling us. Uh, like, like, yo, everybody watching BMF. It's like weekly recaps is fun. Like, talk with all the homies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm loving life, man. I'm loving it. 
appreciate you again, man. Oh yeah, for sure. But since we already talked, well, let's get let's get right. Um, I wanted to ask you about the the Kanye West interview because I saw you you post which basically <laughs> had like the same sentiments like, yo, it wasn't like the clips and everything that shows like the interview was really wasn't as crazy as the clips make it seem. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know, man. Like I mean, I mean, I ride for for Detroit too and, and Sean. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt like that part was. A little much. Um, I'm not especially when you just especially when you just saw the guy. You just saw him, but that's yet. I mean, uh, again, I'm this fine line. I ain't making excuses for him, but yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't go that far. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, just for political views. I mean, I got friends who vote, don't vote, who pro-vax, anti-vax. Like, yeah. Um, and then you know he he just radical and all over the place, but. It's like, you know, you had those differences of opinions, you know, handle that, especially if you just saw him. I was like, mm-hmm. nah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But um, rest of the interview, man, like, they said a big Ye fan. You know, I, I disagree with a lot of his actions and the going wild and the red cap stuff. But it's like, you know, um, out of a two and a half hour interview, you know, we can take 10 minutes <laughs> and crucify somebody. And that's been the case with him all his interviews or just anybody in general just yeah cause I, I i will say i definitely got to give it up to nori for just sitting back and just letting him do him like nori tried like i want to ask you about this but i'm just uh, I, I remember even at one point nori even was like hey i don't even know if i should go with my next question i i, I, I don't want to interrupt you <laughs> and when i saw yay uh when i saw yay and drink champs i immediately thought taylor swift like, yeah, uh, I was Henny. like, oh, I was, I was like, oh, this is about to be so wild and crazy. I'm like, oh, Henny, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was actually dope, man. Again, like I ain't caping, man, and I'm even at a point in my life, you know, I ain't caring about Facebook or who care about what, man. And mm-hmm. oh no, and this and that, like I, I disagree with the shine shit, but did you hear anything else? You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like that, that that's all the they hear is like the, the snippets and those snippets become the headline. It's like, but yeah. did you hear the whole thing in context with everything he was saying around that part? Right, right, right. And that's with anything, man. Just um, you know, things that y'all got going on, you know, low and, and not up at rockets, man. It's like you know, um a segment can be all bullshit or just jokes, but y'all got segments about financial literacy and it's mm-hmm. now like is anybody going to talk about this stuff? You know, <laughs> like, right? And like, because uh, you know, E Ray does the the video clips and everything. He's openly even said it on the episode. He cuts them and snips them away to make you grab them. He's like, he's like, yeah, I even put like stuff out of order <laughs> on purpose, right. j- just <laughs> like you know, I just want to get you to listen to the episode. And be like, oh yeah, I want the part that made them say that, or why they say that? Say that. <laughs> yeah, it's the clickbait, man. Yeah, I know. They they did it with uh, his Breakfast Club interview. Mm-hmm. I think it was two hours about Black empowerment and owning a radio station, and it was two minutes about Amber Rose. Right, and that was the whole clip, the headline. <laughs> yeah, and I was even like, even like with the Big Sean stuff. I'm like, I was like, yeah, he said some stuff about Big Sean, but I was like, but he gave John Legend way more shots and smoke than. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing too. Like, you got to think about um, even your social media, like your ecosystem. It's is is proximity a lot too. So 
mm-hmm. a lot of it is going to be, especially on my end, Detroit people. And mm-hmm. They're going to go crazy. And then Big Sean is really big, so even nationally, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a, to defend itself. Yeah, and then one of my uh, <laughs> homies was saying, he's like, plus, you know they're going to big that up because Big Sean is hot and he's current right now. He literally just dropped the album last week, so he's already being the talk as it is. So, of course, and it makes more left, sense to, to but, drop the, the Big Sean clip. And he just left good music last project, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense, but like I said, I mean, he has an opportunity to go and defend himself, and yep. I mean, I'm already siding with him. Like Again, like I wouldn't say that. The John Legend stuff was a lot worse. Um, and then even with um, even with uh, what's his T- name? Uh, Talib Kweli. Kweli was like, uh, yeah. See, uh. these are like like grown men, or like I even look at it like you know, like rich people problems. Yeah. Like I don't know their conversations. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even with the uh, when Kanye was doing the red, the red cap stuff. Um, John Legend had publicly disagreed with him, mm-hmm. which is some of the stuff he's talking about. And that same week, you know, him, uh, Chrissy, Kim and Ye was was out on a on a date. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so it was like just yesterday they was going at each other on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And now they all having lunch. So it's like I'm not here to choose sides, man. It's rich people problems. Right. <laughs> um the just blaze stuff, like uh I, I kinda get it. It was it was just like a wild factor, but you know, I ain't go. Yeah, he was and like, he, he, he heard the first half of the album, he basically just copied everything I did <laughs> for the second. Uh, you you listen to it and 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 I I love Just Blaze. I mean, but you know, even as an artist and producer, like I know the contributions like him or like a Swiss beats has made, but mm. I always had them in the same box, not necessarily copycats, but it was like the yays and the timbos and then push me mm. a little more for real and then so I kind of got it, but it was just like, ah, okay, yeah. And he drunk wild. But <laughs> if you listen to it, it's like, eh. yeah, because <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, you may not agree with a lot of stuff he said, but he gives you like context and he describes, and you're like, okay, I still don't agree with you, but I understand you a whole right. lot more <laughs> on why you think what you think. And even um, what I guess a little uh. Um, they asked Jay Z about it, I guess, on Twitter or something. Oh, and he just said, uh, I mean, his remark was just it was a bit unfair, so he didn't even say, like, <laughs> like, uh, just plays didn't copy, he just yeah. said, uh, it was a bit unfair, like, yeah, <laughs> so, like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> like, <did he? laughs> I know, hope, like, leave me out of this stuff, <laughs> yeah, and it's a Rockefeller thing, I mean, like I said, I wasn't there. Maybe he did. I mean, you can't even look at the Black album, you know, on encore and what more can I say and all that. It's mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff sounds similar, but I don't know. Did they co-produce it? I don't know. It's I wasn't in the room, so <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, either way, we got great music. <laughs> yeah. And Biggs was there, um, yeah. wasn't he at the uh, drink chance? Yep. So Biggs was in the room. It's like. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Which was cool to find out. I found out that uh, Biggs is Norris' manager. I was like, oh. Mm. I was like, okay. I was like, that also helps, you know, put put the play together. Yeah. It was like Biggs was hanging out with Kanye the night before because they went to like a basketball game or some shit. Yeah. And, you know, 
And yeah. like, I also manage Nori, so it's make it easier to explain and Kanye and convince him to like, come on, come on, man, do right, it, right, do it. Right. you know, it's Nori, you know, I got your right, back. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, man. But and you got Larry, who was son with you. Larry, <laughs> who was son there. But yeah, it's like I ain't taking rich people's side. Like people did that with Drake mm-hmm. and Meek too, and Danny. That's just social media, man. I'm just trying to be at peace. <laughs> right. Get my perspective. People taking sides with Scotty and Mike now. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> they'll be having lunch next week. Like, right. It's like Mike and Colin be like, man, I'm, I don't agree with you. So uh, let's meet up. <laughs> right. Let's go play some golf. Yeah, man. His rich people problems. I need to touch their money for him. I have a, a real opinion on everything. Mm-hmm. I need to touch a couple M's first. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're going to have our own thing. We ain't even going to deal with them anyway. So Right. <laughs> we're going to f- stay right within our ecosystem. Right. <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll go back a little bit. You know, who is Alex Kane? Explain to everybody who Alex Kane is. Me, man. But uh, no. Nah. <laughs> so actually, man, even on the topic of Kanye, man, um, so I was, I was doing music, you know, heavy, you know, growing up and um, went to art school, you know, in my early 20s and picked up video and everything. So just this creative spectrum and then um, put down a microphone. And then I just wanted to get back into it maybe a few years ago. But the um, Alex came from my middle name and then two of my biggest influences, which is Kanye and uh then key wayne from detroit oh so then wow I just put kane together thinking I'm, doing <laughs> <That's> something. A... <laughs> thinking I'm doing something trying to be uh make it feel like a a, a superhero villain type feel okay. but i did want to throw in you know kanye a little bit to it because i disagree with a lot of this but you know one of my big, biggest influences man so um yeah so i did that you know came up with that name and you know as a product as a producer a production name production moniker mm-hmm. and then i just got the the bug to you know uh let me get back into writing again let me get back into rapping let me get back into recording um i do have a background for you know um mixing and engineering and everything so okay i was just like let me get it let me get back to it man and um especially early on i i get it you know my beats uh i think i'm dope now but <laughs> wasn't up to par and i'm like you know you have that ego like yeah. ain't nobody rapping on my beats i was like well i'm about to rap and then low is like rap and then like dog you can rap <laughs> and so i just kept it going man but and alex kane is here now man and yeah i was like I'm I'm, in the groove <laughs> yes i know um one of my favorite projects was your uh trap island project i remember going to the gym working out to that project <laughs> appreciate it man yeah it's me jumping out on the limb and um that's when i really felt like my beats were were ready and then even after that it was like all right ain't nobody really rapping on them and, all right i'm about to rap on them and mm-hmm. i just started you know i'm i i, I really want to lean more towards sort uh more so towards the production side but i feel like my pen game strong so yeah um, i was like like hey I'm, both- <laughs> I'm showcasing both skills like hey I'd rather you give me for the production, but if you need me to give you those bars, though, I got you on I got these the bars. bars man. Yeah. yeah, along that, like along the lines of, um, like say, Hit Boy, Dwayne, and them, like 
you know, I, I can jump in on both, you know, you got to learn how to, you got to know how to re- record and, and, you know, write a little bit, even as producer, like, mm-hmm. um, if you're just making these beats, you know, you freestyling in your head or you have to know the climate or, you know, um, making beats for writing as mm-hmm. well. So it's a skill, man. Um, but I've been writing and everything since, man, I can't even remember, at least 10 you know talent shows and all that stuff as a kid um both sides of my family are uh you know heavy into music you know my pops was locked up like the first 13 years of my life but mm-hmm. he would send me his raps oh, when wow. i was a kid that's um, dope yeah just my music background just in general like he would send me the manila envelopes with just tapes so like i had like oh. master p about it about it and all this stuff <laughs> I'm a little kid. I'm in elementary school, listening to No Limit and all that. Um, and then even on my mom's side, just I remember like my first real um, experience or just understanding, you know, uh, music. You know, my uh, on my mom's side, my cousins they were on a porch freestyling with the boombox and stuff. Oh wow, that's dope. That's super dope. <laughs> and I just always wanted to hang around them, and so um, yeah. And then my cousin who um, you know, rest in peace, Big Trump. He passed in February, but he taught me everything. Like, he, thank you, thank you. But uh, he taught me just you know how to count bars, and you know, huh. eighth grade, ninth grade, I'm catching the bus to his crib, and okay, he teaching me stuff, and I'm making beats on the PlayStation One, the uh, MTV. Music yeah, <laughs> yeah, you was on it early. Yeah, so yeah, so I've been on it. You know what I mean? And then just falling out of love with it, having a family not seeing the progress that I want, the success that I want. And then now, like I said, just um, being in a comfort zone, it's like, all right, I feel like I can do it with no pressure. And I'm not looking for the, I'm not in it for the same things anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know definitely like, just coming from <laughs> college, a lot of the, the guys I know in college, I thought like, yo, in college, I thought you was nice. And like, since we've graduated and stuff, you have really, like one of my homies, uh, Jay Smith, he really, like within maybe like last say four years or so, he's gotten back into it. But I remember because he was going to school uh, for law and he wants to be a lawyer and all that. It was out in uh, right. Arizona, and I was like, "Yo, what made you want to stop?" He was like, "Yo, man, I kind of just fell out of love with it because you know I really." Well, he's like, "But now that like I'm kind of like more grounded in my in my career, and you know, um, I know yeah. I'm like I didn't about to do the bar and all that stuff." He was like, "Now he's like." It's more fun. He's like, cause he's like, he said, just one day he heard a beat and he just found himself. He was like, and then I was like, yo, I want to do music again. He's like, so now pretty much every year, the last one, maybe like four years, he's released like one project. <laughs> every year, he's like, now nah, I just do it for the love. <laughs> he's like, so if I do pop up, I pop off. If I don't, I don't. But yeah, and it's the age of the um, you know, it's the era of independence anyway. So it's like, I mean, I can go and load my projects myself you know, distro kit and everything, you know, write mm-hmm. the spot or d- even direct the Spotify. Like before we didn't have that, you know, when I was starting, you know, you're burning your CDs mm-hmm. or you're trying to get on a radio and, you know, you're trying to get a record deal and distribution and all that. It's like now it's like, you know, you really don't, you can cut out the middleman. So mm-hmm. it was just the perfect time, man. Um, look at Russ. <laughs> look at Russ, man. You know, um, yeah, Russ is, you know, a real inspiration, but yeah like you don't need you know you can manage yourself and everything like you can 
you know, you don't even have to be in the studio. I prefer to be, but um, but even with that, you know, even speaking about my cousin who passed, like I remember, um, and we had this conversation before he passed, but um, I just remember just being about 12, 13 and taking me to the studio. Mm-hmm. And got all the, the girls and everything around. And I'm like, I, I got my notebook with me. I'm like 12. <laughs> I, I got all my raps. He wouldn't let me get in the booth. And it's like, cuz I want to get in the booth. And he's like, I'm he, ready. I got I, I, I'm telling you, I got that heat. And he never would let me, but it fueled me to, you know, um, just start myself and you know, eventually getting my own laptops in high school and even showing them like, hey, cuz, like. Can I come over? I want to let you hear this and this and that, and I can press them. Mm-hmm. Like so, I started going that route. Like it wasn't out of hate. It was like, see, you should be letting me in the booth. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling um, you, I got that heat, bro. Yeah. So even like now with this project, you know, with him not being here, like it kind of hit me because he's always pushed me. Yeah. To get there. Um. But and I understand it. You know. Um. The cliche, the studio life. I'm mm-hmm. there as a kid, like. The, the grown-ups weren't really there to make music. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> it was the studio. Right. You know, they shooting dice and everything, but yeah. But um did yeah, he get to, you know, did he get to hear any of it before he passed away? No, he heard um since I started, you know, a lot of the freestyles. I know yeah. um y'all was running like the, the razor's edge and stuff. Yeah. Like he was like that's when I was really getting back into as far as like rapping, the razor Ramon track yeah. and all that. A super Coney, like you know, he was able to hear all that kind of stuff. But okay, that's cool. But working on an album, it was like something that I didn't think I was ready for, and um, I even think you know after him passing, it kind of pushed me to like let me put out a full project, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. I, I, I like that. You know, uh, I know even just from a little bit that Lo told me about it. So uh, I don't know if you. you I don't know if you posted on social media or you explained it, uh, the title, <laughs> the, the meaning of, of the title. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, uh, I actually had to add it on. A, um, I wanted it to be, I didn't know how to put it on the album until like the last minute, but I put it on there um, kind of slick, but it's Orgina mm-hmm. and it's backwards a negro <laughs> it ain't really that <laughs> complicated but yeah that's because i remember asking him he, and he was uh i was like i was like yeah how do you come up with that, that title he was like it's a negro <laughs> yeah. i was like oh that's dope <laughs> yeah so it's dope and it ain't and i ain't gonna take full credit for it um so just reading that that's another thing just with me man um getting back into this to music into life you know being a better husband a father and everything i just been you know to myself and peaceful and just mm-hmm. you know even you know creative wise and you know reading more so i was actually reading uh the malcolm x autobiography okay. and it was in there so it's a play that uh that the muslims had had um had wrote i think it was playing at like carnegie hall and all of that stuff in like 61 i believe but yeah and it's about um so it's origin a negro backwards and it's about which what the album is about just about you know the black man in america mm-hmm. and then black man trying to find himself and then in turn figuring out like who we are you know and what our roots are from what they've been telling us in textbooks and you know like it didn't start with slavery type thing so just our culture um but that's what the play was about like the first half 
uh-huh. you know, being a, a, a Negro in America and then ending, finding out, figuring out like what our real place are, is and what our value is. So I was like, uh, even reading a book, you know, 2020, 2019, I'm like, okay, let me write this down, you know, and I take a picture of my phone and save mm-hmm. it or <laughs> highlight it. Like I'm, I'm gonna use that one day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Would you say uh, reading, reading books like that uh, is kind of what gave the inspiration for the album? Because, you know, I like that it's all the same theme. Like once you like, right. you're like, oh, OK, it's all on like the same right. theme, uh, theme wise. Yeah. And it goes together and it's like a, a smooth transition to uh, between all the tracks and everything. So would you say it's like reading books like that was because, again, like, yeah, like uh, uh, Razor's Edge and uh, Super Connie were like kind of you just getting your feet wet. So I was like. Yeah, yeah, like if you like those, don't like don't expect those. I guess type of tracks. <laughs> I guess it's it's yeah. a it's different. Um, I want to be versatile with it, you know. And again, I'm not trying to be like the best rapper. And I mean, if they get to that and people want to hear me rap, I'm just doing it for fun. But um, even like Super Coney, like that song, like more of a uh, like a night and true story, but <laughs> just a night out. You know with the homies and this and that because you know mm-hmm. I, just having different layers as a human being you know what i mean it was actually meeting a girl at the club and just different stories or hanging out with mm-hmm. the fellas razor's edge or something just like freestyling like heavy bars um but i feel like i can write to you know to any any type beat any formula you know that you throw at me any situation but what happened with origina um which is different from you know, the kind of freestyle or like party songs, even like the song Sliding, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, saying a night out, you know, rendezvous with a chick or whatever. But with Regina, um, I started it in 2019 and it's just a lot of things that was going on and still going on, you know, yeah. like Sandra Bland and stuff like hit me hard and um, even just going about my own life again with the meaning of origin like a black man in america like yeah. a lot of things hitting hard or like i said living down there in texas being pulled over and having um like having my license having everything straight registration and everything and still afraid yep that i tell people that's how i feel every time i see a, a cop car or like even cops just in the store yeah. I like i was like i know i'm not doing anything but i always tense up yeah. and get nervous like all right it's like not, not too many people can can say that you know what i mean um and it's not like you know trying to look for sympathy and everything but at the same time yeah like like we live with this fear every day we leave the house you know mm-hmm. like i touch on that um so like 2019 it was supposed to be like a couple songs and then i mean stuff just keeps happening and then i just kept writing about it um so again, like I'm, I'm not a activist and everything. I want to get to that and give back to the communities and everything. Like that's something special to me. Mm-hmm. And all my music ain't gonna be, you know, Malcolm X style <laughs> <laughs> messages. Um, I'm still gonna have party songs after and in the future and everything. But this album in particular, man, it was just like just heavy on me. And it was like three songs, and I'm like, I should say more. Then it was like 15, and then it's like, all right, I'm getting preachy because i even say on the album you know like i'm just a nigga too or you know i'm not holier than thou because yeah so i scaled back because it's like all right now i'm getting preachy or now i'm pointing fingers but it's like i'm not perfect so um 
but that's basically you know that's the that's the album you know in a nutshell like being black in america and it's going to um like even the track we do yeah you know it's like what did featuring we do? wifey <laughs> yeah 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 and um and again even you know my wife you know her family is you know musical so it was like okay yeah i was gonna ask you uh, how'd you get her to uh, want to do that <laughs> yeah she has um she's not really into it anymore but her and her siblings they um you know performed and got songs uh-huh. as kids and everything like That's she dope. can pull them up her rapping and everything okay um and then like my sister-in-law and brother-in-law um they're still making music you know out in la and everything uh father-in-law oh, dj so okay that's yeah. what's up oh yeah it's yeah. a whole musical family <laughs> yeah i got right here right 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 so yeah so it, it was dope to do that with her man um and to to um get her on something with meaning and content you know what i mean and then even my um like we're talking about like just other songs that i've made or i will make you know like my my, my daughters they follow me like on spotify and it's in that too okay so it was like all right let me switch it and have something serious you know what i mean or something that something that they can learn from as well yeah and then go back to the club stuff or whatever yeah it's like yo my dad is out here like speaking that true he dropping them mm-hmm. bars on y'all like right. teaching yeah. lessons <laughs> right yeah so what's your favorite a, rapper doing <laughs> right so i have a few lessons man but like i said i didn't want to get preachy on it man but uh um, yeah there's a lot of stuff on my heart, man. Um, Ahmad and Sandra Bland and everybody was just like, this is, and it's still happening, man. You know, um, that's the sad part. <laughs> yeah, you can choke us out for somebody out for nine minutes and, and bring up his health issues. Like, come on, man. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, we, they, you know, just can kill a black man on, on camera. And, you know, we still have to go through hoops for justice man like you know it just kind of hit home so i'm like let me just write about it and yeah for real i continue to share light on it man but this was Uh, big for me i know um one of the things uh you speak about some of the bars from on the album uh one thing i learned was uh, i can't remember what song it was but you mentioned at one point being a a single father uh can you sp- uh, speak on that a little bit and also just the importance of being a father because i know you always uh uh promoting you know, like hey you know uh, my, my daughter got like a volleyball game and this and this. so i was like oh yeah i see you love being a father like i guess speak on that a little bit yeah so like that track i was like number three um yeah so i i went back and added that again um we talking about like being preachy because i was just rapping about like a lot of the teachings or readings from X or um, you know, other books I've, I've read um, about, you know, you know, mental spaces and things like that in therapy. But I was like, let me add a little personal touch to it. And, um, and so with that, basically, um, so like having a kid early, you know, it's tough, you know, at 18 and then, you know, by, by 19, having like a a custody dispute and a custody battle with her mom, you know, my oldest daughter. But even being in that situation in that system, being a black man, like um, I had to get too far into it because I might write about it (laughs) on another song. But, you know, she was basically in in danger and and harmed in her mother's home, 
Mm-hmm. And then they awarded me full custody, you know, for the a year or the court case. But um, just how I was treated, man, and in that in the Michigan in the system, you know, in general, just like like I wasn't taken care of or like I didn't, you know, I didn't miss any doctor's appointments. You know, I had full coverage. I had all these things, and I was just still being disrespected. And it's like, you know, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I was even being laughed at, like in court like expressing my feelings wow that's <laughs> and it's like you know for being emotional <laughs> and it's like you know um so it was just a a weird feeling you know i had to go to parenting classes and like i said i didn't do anything you know what i mean and like the system just not built for a black man is you know why i added that on there and again mm-hmm. a personal touch but it was literally like she wasn't harmed in my house I'm the one that took her to the hospital. I'm the one that got her help. I'm the one that, that's done this. I'm working full time. Mm-hmm. She has insurance. I'm making doctor's appointments. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. She's well just, fed and all that and <laughs> clothing and everything. <laughs> and by the end of it, it's like, yeah, well, we're, we're taking your rights. And it's like, what did I do? Um, yeah. So, you know, touching on that, adding that personal touch uh, along with, you know, that coincides with being a black man in this country it was you know just being treated unfair and you know trying to take care of your kids man and um again i didn't have you know father figure and this and that growing up so um because he was away so you know that's just big on me like i always yeah want to be like even fast forward now just sports with the with the girls and just being around and um you know being a workaholic you know and and not giving them that time and I look at a lot of pictures and you know they're out like when they're young and it's like yeah. damn I'm not in those pictures or I was at work or where was I so yeah now it's just like you know putting that to the side I got something to do like yeah. even now taking off work blocking off stuff on my calendar like nope I got a volleyball game or <laughs> nope yeah. we're doing this I gotta graduate I got a daddy daughter dance uh, I'm not available like yeah, cause so, I know uh, you were just talking to Lowe, being a new father and all that. Yeah. Uh, he was saying, hey, I'm trying to get to that point mm-hmm. where if my daughter got like a play or a war, similar, I want to be like, no, I'm leaving. Like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. it's at three o'clock. All right, I need to be out here by two or something or whatever to, to be there. Yeah, or I'm even taking the whole days off. Right. Like, yeah, it just, um, I kind of miss that, um, you know, early on like you know a few years ago like i said i was missing a lot of things and noticing that i'm not in pictures but um it's like you know now even more in the the last year especially with the pandemic it's like all right i need to be all right i'm canceling this or my schedule is blocked off i need i need to be present uh like uh what's his name uh he he was a podcaster i used to listen to um on combat jack premium pete yeah, uh, I know his his big movement um, is called Presence Over Presence. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Being a, um, was that like the provider, being a father or provider type thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I definitely got to do both because these girls are expensive. They want iPhones and iPads <laughs> and Jordans. Man, they're getting uh, what am I, 11, 11, 12, and 15. So it's like all girls, but. They want Jordan ones and Yeezys and <laughs> iPads. It's like nah, and even nails done and eyebrows done. Like, 
So gotta definitely provide too, but <laughs> and it's like, no, nah, I don't, don't want to share. I want my own. <laughs> like, like... Yeah. And even yesterday, man, I was gonna post about it. Um, so my baby, the eleven year old, um, like she was just on the couch and just laying on my shoulder and just like rubbing my beard, and I'm like, she, like I haven't had this in years. These kids so grown now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and I'm trying to watch the uh, basketball last night, but I like I didn't stop her because I'm like mm-hmm. oh, I kind of missed that, you know, mm-hmm. the baby's on, on your lap and all that. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Like, this coming from? <laughs> I know. Like even my uh, talking to my sister, uh, she's talking about like just being daddy's girl. Like, like she loves like when my dad comes around. She's like, yo, I love being able to take care of my dad, and you know, <laughs> it's like yeah. it don't matter how old I am. I was like, no, like that's my dad. I'm gonna make sure yeah. like look up for my dad <laughs> right yeah so like even yesterday like that was like the first time in a long time you know having that so yeah um but yeah like touching on that again back to the the album and me saying that um yeah it was just a, a tough time and it's been a single dad and then they just man like talking about child protective services like they on you like i couldn't go like they pop up like i couldn't go on like a date or wow. out to eat with the homies because they pop up and I'm staying with my grandma at the time. Like I'm 18, 19. And like, yeah, and I gotta rush home or or like I'm at work. Or they, like, or they, or they gonna make a they make a big deal about <laughs> Yeah, like you you're supposed to be take you're supposed to be here with, with your daughter and you're not supposed to leave her with your family and like <laughs> so yeah, man, but coming around and just um and like another thing, man, like I like it's not stuff that they do in their own personal lives too. <laughs> man, and there was like one thing, bro, like a couple weeks before she was um harmed, cause her arm was burnt um in her mom's house. But it was like they hit me with um the um it was like three hundred dollars a week for the uh the child support or whatever. Man. And then before they put it into, before they processed it, that's when she got burned at her mom's. Yeah. And then when I had custody, they sent me a letter and they were sending me like $3 a week. <laughs> it was like, what am I supposed to do? I, I'm supposed <laughs> to use this $3 a week to take care of her. Yeah. But, <laughs> but y'all was trying to take $300 a week for me. And, you know, it was just, just the system weird, man. But yeah ended up winning you know getting joint custody and everything you know and you know speak on that speak of you know finding my wife you know help me take care of kids and you know we've been rocking you know 12 13 years but yeah that's good black love black love out here yeah love it, it up. Gotta, gotta <laughs> but yeah man that's you know i add that on there like i said a, a, a little personal touch you know throughout the thing you know about me um and and just family family first and legacy man yeah, yeah that, that was definitely one thing that stood out to me that i, I really like that you got uh personal with that on there uh yeah. also like kind of you know personal you you can move back home recently i guess uh what was the decision going on with, with the family you know to, to move back home to, to michigan and, and uh, everything for you and how's it been yeah. family man and and legacy just um like i i appreciate you know meeting Lowe and you know steve down there and and both of them being from detroit as well mm-hmm. but um you know coming down there for a job opportunity because you know things weren't going um how i wanted them to go here mm-hmm. you know working part-time jobs 
got offered a job and came down to Houston for six and a half years. But it, it just felt like it was time, you know, a lot of deaths um, in the family. I know like 2019, like it was like four in a row, you know, to end 2019 and funerals that I missed and wow. and people close, you know, and people close, you know, my, my grandmother, my grandmother's tree, like her brother, her sister, her nephew. And um, it was like, you know, we, we got to get back, you know, and people give me like, you know, it's, it's sound advice, you know, like save up so you can go back home or, you know, if it's Cleveland for, for y'all or something like you yeah. can go home when you want to, but it's like having my whole family down here also. And then, you know, my wife has a family, you know, and death in her family. So it's like, we can't just up and come back for every funeral or, yeah, or, you know, it, it's hard to pack up everybody and travel. So um, it was one of them things like parents getting older, missing out on a lot of stuff, missing out on stuff with my nieces and nephews, you know, um, I lost my uncle in eighth grade and he was like my first best friend. And mm. so it was like, but he was fun, like playing video games with my uncle and being able to go over his house for a weekend. Like it was those kind of things that I wanted for my nieces and nephews. And um, we actually had a trip like in the middle of the pandemic to Florida where like everybody just met up in Florida and we like 15, 20 deep. Yeah, and being nice. able to be my around. family just my family just did that too. They they went uh, down to Orlando, but I I couldn't I couldn't go because I'd already used up my vacation time and stuff for another. Yeah, trip. so <laughs> yeah, so that's that's been another thing too, like not being able to go to certain things. But like we did that, and then like the girls, um, just getting closer with their cousins because when we left 2015, you know everybody babies, but you know fast forward five six years. You know, they got their iPhones and they're keeping up with each other. And teenagers and, then, and all that, yeah, preteens. Now, and, you know, and them being emotional and missing each other. And it's like, all right, we got to find a way back. Um, and, you know, COVID happened and I was able to move, you know, became a remote company. So when they were like, yeah, you can go to Milwaukee if you want to. <laughs> like, like, we don't give a fuck where you go as long as you get the job done. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I'm out of here next month. Um, and we packed up, but it's been dope. Again, I've been in a house working remote, and you know, we, you know, it's not what one would think. Like we ain't seeing each other every weekend, this and that. Um, yeah. but still, we have the opportunity. Like I can get up and go to my granny house. She lived thirty minutes away. Yeah. You know, sit on it's my like, grandma's it's, house. It's not as hard as having to look for plane tickets and schedule Man. time off work and all that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and missing things, man. Like even uh, Thanksgiving coming up, mm-hmm. I haven't had Thanksgiving with my family in seven years. So that's gonna be amazing. That's gonna be <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So things like that, man. It's been dope. Even my mother-in-law, she's like a three-minute drive <laughs> away. So oh, I yeah, gets to be with her mom, um, and that even played into finishing this album because you know I even down there working on things myself or having alone time uh-huh. and I felt guilty or it was like selfish because we're down there alone. But it's like, now I can go off and selfishly finish an album or do what I want. Yeah. And everybody got friends or, you know, family or they can go to their cousin house or like, Hey, y'all want to go to granny's house tonight? You know, you, get yeah. your, you, you know, wife to have a date night or you can just like, I just need, 
the place to myself just to get some quiet. <laughs> right. Because, like, they're selfishly, you know, down there. It's like, if I'm leaving a house or going to the studio or even working, it's like, I want to get out the house, too. And but it's now it's like, all right, we'll go. Like, mm-hmm. even all this week, they've been gone to grandma's house and stuff. So it's like, so it's like, yeah, now I can selfishly play the PlayStation or. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just a, a mental thing. Like, yeah. so it's just been real good being back, man. And that's what I know. Uh, back in July, I went to Chicago. My dad's side of the family, they all in Chicago. But my mm-hmm. little sisters, they on my mom's side in Akron, Ohio. And mm-hmm. one of my little sisters actually drove up to Chicago for, for the, because she, one, she had never met my older siblings because they're on my dad's mm-hmm. side. And I remember, because uh, I haven't been back to Akron probably like five, six, because uh, how did he's, yeah, so it's been about, about six years since I went back to Akron, Ohio. Like he lived, like my oldest nephew that she got his, of hers, uh, he was like one last time I seen him, and he's like right. seven, like seven now. Right. <laughs> and when they were leaving, he was like, "Uncle Josh," he was like, "Are you gonna come back with us so you can go to my uh my football game?" I'm like, "Um, right. nah, I, I can't." He was like, "Oh, I really want to show you our new house. I want to show you my room and everything." I'm like, "Damn, I'm sorry." And, and my my dad really had that talk. He was like, "Son," he was like, "Take some time off." Like sometimes he was like, "Go visit your family." He was. Cause it, like yeah. one of my uh, my other nephews, he only three. I that was my first time ever meeting him. He was like, he's like, take yeah. some time. He's like, go back home. <laughs> yeah, man. And it's uh, I think leaving, man, was was great to prove to myself. Like it, it made me stronger. And I and obviously having uh, you know the ecosystem down there, mm-hmm. but it it just made me you know stronger and step away even from a lot of the stuff I was into back uh, here, mm-hmm. like. I can live without certain things or vices. Um, and then um, <clears throat> after being down there so long, it was like, it's time to come back. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm mentally stronger to deal with mm-hmm. certain things or, um, and not, you know, peer pressure or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good being alone or on an island now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I know how to redirect and focus and not jump into bullshit here. Um, yeah, because any anywhere is 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 crazy. You know, people talking about how dangerous Detroit is, which it, it, it still is. But I mean, I can evade and and duck from a lot of things <laughs> being down there. <laughs> yeah, so, but um, it's, it's great being back, man. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. I love it. Uh, another thing, you know, also, I just want just real quick or whatever. Uh, how did you enlow me? I think he said like y'all like because. Did y'all work for the same company or y'all, y'all or something like I know you said y'all like uh, used to meet up for lunches and have like planning sessions and stuff like that. Like, how- well, we went to actually, we actually went to middle school together. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Here. okay. Um, yeah, but uh, I'm a, a, a grade over him, but um, and we played on a hoop squad together, okay, back here. So, um, you know, that was the last time I, you know, really saw him again being in different grades, but uh, we. We was on a hoop squad together, or whatever, and then uh, getting down there, it was like, oh, you know, you down here, blah blah blah. I ain't seen them since then, but um, yeah. just went, you know, politics and everything. And then after that, you know, it just just built the tribe, like just connected, the energy just matched. And then we started doing the Wendy's thing. Um, even before IR, we would meet up at Wendy's, and he would, you know, low. He got his Bible and everything mm-hmm. with him, <laughs> his uh production Bible. And just going over everything and um, just how he want, what he want in Audible Records to be, this and that. Yeah. And this was before Trap Island or me getting back into music. And mm-hmm. then, 
you know, next session it'd be my turn. And I'm like, this is what I want to do. And, you That's know, dope. learning about me, like, oh, That's yeah, so I, you, I you can make music. And like, yeah, so I want to do this. And, and then we just start bouncing ideas and then just coming up with plans like, hey, start putting your beats out and then we can do, then do an album and then do this and that or creating milestones for each other. And then it just became a brotherhood, just, you know, helping each other and bouncing ideas. And then, you know, it just turned into the, the Midnight Club and all of that. So, yeah, um, Midnight Club. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speak on that, like y'all cr- creating the, the Midnight uh, Club and, uh, and all that. Yeah, we, well, that's still how it started, just at Wendy's, man. We joke we're going to get this money and we're going to franchise some Wendy's out. We yeah. were talking about buying the one we met at, but... um. <laughs> But yeah, and um, and then ironically, just coming up with something like it's not, you know, um, we didn't want to get into the business side or business business heavy with it. Yeah. It was just something, just um, us again, bouncing ideas and politics and and building a tribe, building something to where we can um, just help each other out with with things and consult with each other, marketing, uh, consultation, whatever, and uh, it actually happened just around midnight. You know, just texting, and then I'm like, I got it, Midnight Club. Cause we was already doing a wolf, like we already um, were leaning towards just the idea of being a wolf, and you know what being a wolf means, and hunting, and you know being strong, and being fathers and husbands and everything. Mm-hmm. And then it was like Midnight Club, and like, cause that's where we up. A lot of our conversations too was like midnight and one in the morning, and mm-hmm. like yeah, like I mean early man, like episode twenty. Seven out of a ruckus. Like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And then again, my background is audio. So it's like, yeah, I like this. You should mix that a little better or get these mics and I send them a shopping list. Yeah. Like, get these kind of microphones, get these headphones, this and that. And I'll send them some beat. All right. Yeah, you should do this. Or I hear so so rapping on this. Or you know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's dope. And then we brought in um, our big homie, Steve you know um photographer extraordinaire and so it's just been us three rocking just you know the the pack the wolf pack yeah and, um i say it's the wolf mentality bro um i say it was never you know something like we just uh it, it, it's a it's more so a vibe man like i mean it is a business you know we have the merch and everything but it was just more so a vibe and a tribe you know being down there alone all three of us you know and a lot of people turning their backs on us or you know, I was being from Detroit and we moved different <laughs> from, mm-hmm. you know, Houston people and this and that. No, no knock, but it it's was true. like, all right, we got to do this ourselves. Like, yeah. well, you know, you know, mm-hmm. being from, you know, where are you from? It's like, ah, I, I move a little different, you know, yep. and even like the Detroit hustles harder type stuff. Like we were just this hustle mentality, this wolf mentality. Yeah, that, that's what he, he be telling us. He be like, he like, bro, y'all just don't understand. <laughs> it's like being from Detroit is like. We all have like the same mentality. He was like that. We all just gotta get it out how we live. And, and, BMF. Yeah, because he said he was he's a BMF example. He was like, it's literally like you either work at the factory or you in the streets. He was like, it's right. literally like right. kind of like no in between. He was like, so you can right. see how I was like, like even with BMF, he's like they look at the father. You go into the factory and working. I was like, yeah, but we exactly. look up to these niggas out in the streets, <laughs> right? You know, flashy and the, and the the glasses and um the jewelry and the the mink coats and like mm-hmm. it's just it's just our mentality. Like you know, we want to shine, even if you low key. 
but you, you hustle like we we want it like we go get it mm-hmm. so um that's you know the wolf mentality in the midnight club again it was just when are you really creating you know burning the midnight oil you know what i'm saying so it was like yeah we're gonna take this around with it um and again eat, eating what you kill man just yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's just the mentality of it man um i say even with our gina everything in-house man i've recorded that whole thing right behind me on the couch bro oh, um wow. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like roadblocks you know i've been in studios and um things fall apart and plans but just nothing derail you nothing stop you like i'm getting this done but um not even just the music with anything man but just life man being a father like we yeah, don't get dope. it done <laughs> yeah that's dope and then uh also even incorporating in low on the album you know skeet gross the the only feature on, on the project yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i had um so uh if you count my wife she just didn't want to she didn't care because I, I just told you like she got the background but she's like yeah. i don't care about the credit um so it would have been three and i had another uh, artist that i work with um called the great but um i probably use that song later but again just adding songs and removing songs yeah i said being preachy so that one didn't make it and then low uh skeet gross you know he wanted to rap even trying to get uh me to rap make him rap or teach him how to rap and all that for years yeah because so uh like, here you go <laughs> he even hit he even hit us with like early versions of of, of his verse like early on was like hey no, give me the fuck be honest feedback i need y'all like what what should i like right. tweak and change and all that <laughs> right yeah so he made it man you know proud of him but it's actually dope man like you know i wouldn't hold him up or nobody up it was like yeah it fit because uh i mean i wouldn't it's it, it's it's a personal project to me so i wouldn't have it on there if it was trash but uh <laughs> but yeah. yeah um yeah that's what but, we were saying we was like hey if, if he cool with it like that's right. what i mean because it's his project because it was like what you do kind of like reflects on him <laughs> so yeah yeah yeah. so it was like um so he he he's the second feature like the first feature again and there's even no knock um because that song is actually dope i'll release it at another day but um again even that song i know it was getting too preachy for me and not a, yeah. not as personal so i was like i want to take this off and then just even been blending with the beats like sonically mm-hmm. i was like, all right this will have to be like a single or something but um i figured i needed somebody something on there and, and big bro made the cut <laughs> yeah for sure and then uh i was gonna say looking at the track list it was nine tracks i saw you did four and what uh what was the mindset beside behind? I guess not producing every everything on on the project or, or whatever. Or um, just having a different um flavor. I, I say early on is one of the first ones I did produce. <coughs> Excuse me, but um, just having a different flavor. Like I'm not opposed to like other people production, yeah. and I think it brings out like it bring out like a different rhyming scheme. Like I didn't want to. I, I I will eventually or I'll, I'll look for it to like rapping on like a whole project with just my beats. But you know, I, I just think um having another producer or other production like brings out a different style or a different flow or things I wouldn't think of. Like it's art, you know what I'm saying? So because I'm I'm still a fan, like even if it's if it's Hit Boy or whoever, it's like yeah, it's like how did he 
do these drums like this or you know yeah. it may be something that uh um again it's not to take away from my production but it's like it's something that they can do that i can't do yet or that i'm just not you know that's not my lane so um like a lot of them if i picked and chose these certain beats is like i like the pocket on them mm-hmm. where that's not a style of beat that i can personally make right now yeah but it brings out an emotion because i mean it's still music you know what i mean like i'm listening to beats no matter who made it it's like all right this melody or this piano makes me think about yeah you know a certain time or my grandmother or something and it's like i can't play the keys like that but these keys are fucking dope like (laughs) i'm taking that so um that was a decision man like i didn't want i think i did like three i did one completely and then i co-produced like two of them yeah the rest of them i just got you know other production but even some of those beats are like co-production from like other producers like it's a collaborative process but yeah that's what that's what i really like about it i'm like again even though it's like the same theme and everything with the skits and all that and uh samples and everything it's like oh I was like, it's all different production. I was like, I like, but at the end of the day, like you, you mastered and engineered all of it. So (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And I mastered mixed and engineered and everything, man. But, um, I think that was a, it's a challenge and a gift and it's luck. I mean, it's a blessing. I mean, it's God, I don't like Mm -hmm. to even how it blends. Like I'm proud of it, but like even how it sounds together, you know, different producers, even my production, I'm, proud of myself because my beats can come before or after mm. you know more established producers so I was like all right I'm getting better you know like you can't tell you know even early on if I would play my beat and then play another producer after it is like all right my drums ain't hitting and this and that so you know I'm comfortable I got to a spot like so I could do my own the whole album if I wanted to but it's um like I said it just takes you to a different place man you know what I mean um it's like food in a grocery store like you put different ingredients in like it don't always have to be the same like in the pot you know you're making gumbo or whatever yeah <laughs> so it's like I like this beat from him or like Blue Magic Co they did a couple of beats um he got from uh Texas I believe okay Austin. That's a- but it's like um yeah like I, uh I, he produced uh Super Coney actually as well. okay Okay. So like I like that style where it's not necessarily trap, but he has like modern drums, but yeah. it's still like a eclectic type feel to it. You know the the guitar type feel to it, um, vibes. That's what I was just going for, man. Just I wanted it to be hard, but you know, what I'm saying not club music. Yeah. Like just hear the message, and you know, just searching for producers and found them even finding stuff uh, like Super Mario, just, um, it's a sample that he made, you know, I gave him this production credit, but uh-huh. it's a sample that he made and, you know, I copped or whatever and, you know, copped the rights to use. And then I just flipped that and added my drums to it. But, um, yeah, Super Mario, like, again, another producer that, you know, I love and look up to. Yeah. So, that's what I was going to ask you about. I'm like, I've heard this name Super Mario before. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> Yeah, I think all he's the Drake, a pretty big. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm like, I'm, like yeah. I'm, think, I'm pretty sure he's a big, big name. Yeah, but again, I'm not Super yeah. Mario, so yeah. like being humble enough to know that. But it's like Super Mario playing them keys on the intro, <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. I need this. Let me let me cop that. You know, yeah. hit up PayPal and uh, mm-hmm. and flip this a little bit. 
but um, yeah, man, it was real personal. Like starting with that, even the voices, Nina Simone that I have mm-hmm. on there, Kanye's voice, um, that's on the uh, the kids on drugs. Mm-hmm. Like people asking like whose voice was that? Yeah, that's that's gay. Um, having Ali and Pac in there, just a lot of inspiration on there, man. Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, I was like how he wove in the samples and and all that, and like I was like, I yeah. thought that was that was super dope. So, <laughs> uh, like I said, you know, it's coming out uh, after the album drops. So now the album's out. What, what's the plans uh, for the album? Or, or are you like a lot of producers, artists, and like you like I'm already thinking about the next thing. Or are you gonna let this one breathe, work it a little bit more? Um, I don't know, man, because I'm not even uh. Honestly, man, I, I don't want to be that guy, like the old grumpy guy complaining about social media. I, I hate social media. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I want this to just drop. And again, it was just a passion, man. Um, like I said, after Big Cuz died, mm-hmm. you know, completing the full project. And it's been on my heart since 2019. Like I've had at least two of these songs since 2019. Yeah. Um, so I want to promote it, man. I want to show people that you know, I can write, I can rap. Um, it was, again, a, a part of me rapping on my own beats because people not wanting to buy them. <laughs> but um, yeah, just putting out this art, man, like putting out something that, you know, it's part of my legacy, something that my daughters can can live with, you know, and grow with. And even after I'm gone, it's still living. Um, um, I, I won a million dollars, but I ain't looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> record deal and this and that i just want to have fun man um i want to get back to producing so that's kind of what i've been easing back into okay since the album been done i've been playing video games and chilling but um making beats uh working with other artists i want to produce other artists you know complete albums okay you know, like the like the hit boy run and all that like mm-hmm. that's what i really want man like you know i want to make even if i don't get to the grammy i want to make grammy type music like I just want my quality to be there. Um, if I'm gonna do it, like I'm not the one who uh just do do shit halfway. Like yeah. if I'm gonna do it, it's gonna be industry mm-hmm. quality. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get that I, for your consideration post up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, just have I I want to say had fun doing this. It was really stressful, <laughs> but <laughs> after it was done, like the feeling that I got. You know, and just the journey, like that's with life and anything, like people not paying attention to the journey. Like it was dope. Like taking time to enjoy the moment. Yeah. It was dope actually recording again. So like I already got ideas for more, more albums and EPs down the line. Like I got names and everything. Like it's like, all right, yeah, I rap again now. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But that might be like 2022. Like right now, I'm just going to get back into making beats. It's a couple artists that, been waiting for beats from me <laughs> and it's like hold on bro i'm working on our genius yeah like i'm I'm, fo- I'm focused right now <laughs> and and again like uh, a lot of people not knowing because i even had to prove myself with the production with a lot of our artists and then they've heard like the singles but they don't know like orgina is like i mean you've heard it like i'm even going on another level with my rapping so yeah um like getting people to understand like even that like hey can we need beats and it's like bro or Gina is coming like just wait a second like I'm focused um so after this drop man like I said getting beats out to other artists I want to do produce whole um projects for, for other artists um Grammy worthy music keep writing 
um maybe get back to doing the singles and the freestyles again just having fun with it okay but i'm back having fun and um people telling me it sounds good so yeah, I was like, yeah, I had to text low, like, yo, this is fire. I was like, this, this is hard. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah, and I'm my, I'm my biggest <clears throat> hater or worst critic, as they yeah. would say. So, um, but again, from 2019, like it, it wasn't what I wanted it to be. Even like earlier this year, I'm like, man, I, I can't do this shit, man. Like, <laughs> but I just kept getting better with it, getting comfortable with it, and uh, I've been listening to it, man, in the car picking up the kids and this and that and I'm like like I, I want to go back in and like change the date to today like <laughs> like y'all gotta hear this but it's on it's it's out now yeah it was like yep yeah, it's out now it's out now <laughs> stream it stream it spotify yeah, apple man. music uh what's all the google play everything all that yeah other, man other shit. um twitch and all that yeah um, yeah man I'm I'm proud of it I want to make stuff that I'm proud of but yeah, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of the story. Like I said, I didn't get preachy. I added personal touches, but it's just a lot of stories, man. It's a lot of trauma, just as, I mean, we all have. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of stories we can tell, man, aside from Orgina and, you know, being Black in America type stuff. It's, I mean, just stuff like, like I said, college day stuff or mm-hmm. just a lot of, you know, I, stuff we can have fun with too, you know, ideas that I have that I want to make. Um, I want to get my my kids into the arts and everything too. Like, you know, my oldest daughter, she wants to make beats. Okay. Um, the middle one, like, they're like painters and, you know, drawers and everything. So. Okay, that's what's up. I'm trying to keep them motivated too, man. Oh, that's what's up. I like that. Uh, I guess the last guess semi-serious question before I want to get into some, some fun <laughs> questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I, I really love uh, about your post and everything is just the importance of value of valuing your talent i know like you'll make posts about like yo i charge the artist i tell an artist this price and they get mad or whatever <laughs> but then they want to spend money on like weed and this which costs like just as much as what i told them <laughs> that ain't gonna help they could they, they craft or you know because you also you do videos and, and things like that and photography right. yourself and, and it's like right. yo what can you speak i guess the importance of valuing your talent yeah, I think it's like uh, again, not getting towards uh, being preachy, man. But um, I just think I I truly believe in the quality over the quantity type thing, and um, like I don't knock people, you know, working or putting a lot of stuff out, music or whatever, or just art. But I'm just big on, I'm just big on the quality and like first impression and you know and industry standard stuff, man. Um, as far as like investing man like i've invested things in in equipment or into my career and couldn't pay my rent or got evicted or mm-hmm. you know what i mean but i have a passion for it and, you know what i'm saying i put i put money into into those resources and invest in myself i'm just really big on investing in yourself if you're gonna do something no matter what it is if it's gardening or being a chef like <laughs> you need to invest in new knives and mm-hmm. you know and cutting boards and this and that um i think too many people just like you know I, I i hate to get to the point of like you know like i'm judging people too but you just really got to invest in your quality man like people want something for nothing mm-hmm. too often and we come across if it's me and low trying to help artists or even artists want to come on and audible ruckus and this and that and it's like 
okay, you're not like, how are you going to help my audience? Or, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just supposed to let you come in. Like if I have a studio or I got, I'm just supposed to give you beats. <laughs> like, what are you doing to, to like, further your career? Like, how are you promoting? How are you investing in this? What are, what work are you putting in? Like, it just don't, life don't work like that. Um, and as far as creativity, like it, it really doesn't, because I think everybody has the ability to be creative. Mm-hmm. But again, it's investing in your return on investment. I mean, the ROI. Yeah, you guys doing, you, you know, in your podcast thing, like, you know what I'm saying? You got to invest in your logo, you got to invest in headphones, your mics, and mm-hmm. everything, your infrastructure, man. And like a lot of people don't get that. Um, again, not judging, but, you know, the, the biggest ripe is people coming to us wanting things or yeah i don't want to pay for this video but it's like yeah well you doing this now or you got you got the new jordans and that and like yeah you got to look fresh <laughs> but mm-hmm. at the same time you're not going to be successful just because you looked apart you know what mm-hmm. i mean I, I saw even zaytoven say something like that like even if you're dealing with artists like it does make sense like as a producer if i'm going to the studio like I need to look clean. I need to have on clean shoes or a nice watch or a bracelet or some nice pair of glasses. This and that. Like, don't go in there looking bummy. But I don't need to go in there with like a million dollars worth of jewelry and this and that. Like, you're yeah. investing in the wrong stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, look the part at the same time, but you really have to invest in this stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? It take money to make money. Like, the old saying. So, yeah, a lot of people, uh, they don't want to do that. <laughs> they don't, yeah. And it's, um, you know, and we're in the age of independence, but it's like, even if you're going to record your own music, if you're a rapper, like, pay somebody for your cover art or pay somebody to mix it or mm-hmm. or just learn everything in-house. You know what I mean? Like, I have a degree, an art degree, so I'm comfortable doing it all by myself, but a lot of people don't have that, like either pay me or you ain't gotta pay me like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know pay somebody else but you know just doing it yourself like people go and buy a camera and like try to cheat the process or people have a great with y'all or can't get on your podcast and mm-hmm. start their own podcast and like you don't know about you don't know how to do conduct an interview you don't know <laughs> the first thing about <laughs> the audio you know what i mean and you can learn but I, i'm just big on doing what what you love and what your passion is like if you do what you love and make money off of that then yeah. it don't feel like work no more you know what i yeah. mean like because i've even seen <laughs> yeah because like i've even so, seen like posts from like you and uh one of my other homies dennis about like yo i told an artist this amount thinking like okay that's a decent amount but then a random corporation or a job or something like that heard about what I could do and hired me and was willing to pay me this. And I'm like, Oh damn, yeah. y'all want to pay me that much. Yeah. <laughs> so of course yeah. I'm going to raise my price on these artists. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and, and you, you got to pay me for what I can do. Like if they want to pay me this absorbent amount, <laughs> like you yeah. can pay somewhat of that. And there's different, you know, budgets and this and that. I don't be trying to break people's pockets, but yeah, it's like I've I've gotten checks from like New Era or bigger companies to shoot at the Super Bowl when it was down in Houston, and it's like I did like a third of the work, <laughs> and I got paid like X amount, mm-hmm. and then you know you have 
artists or people come at you and you know disrespecting your time and your services um mm-hmm. and that, that comes with the territory like what well, can i get for 50 dollars, man i, I know you, yeah yeah hundred dollar videos or whatever and i you know i'm getting away from that because it comes with the territory and you want to find your niche you know and your price is your price but i mean i know just like you gotta like charge for interviews and this and that and artists like i'm not paying that like i mean you don't have to but (laughs) this is what i charge (laughs) you know what i mean um that that that'd be the main thing like you know i i don't expect everybody to have like budgets to do things, but you can't come into something expecting, expecting something from nothing, you know. And I think we, I think a lot of people need to get away from that and mm-hmm. and put in that work, man, or do it yourself. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> like like you said, you do it. Right. But uh, we can get to some fun questions. I only got a, a, a few of them. Uh, mm-hmm. So the first one, uh, five your top five. Well, you don't even have to be in order. Uh, top five artist producers. Oh man! But you know, me this uh, early. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye. Uh huh. I know Kanye is one, but uh, it don't have to be in a, a certain order. <laughs> well, he won for sure, but I, I'm gonna go Yay, uh, Key Wayne, um, Childish Major. Okay. A.K. Wayne, Childish Major. Uh, I'll throw Hit Boy in there. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to change when I think about this later. But, I mean, I'll throw Dre in there, too. Okay. I'll add Dre. So. All right. Uh, next one, uh, to go on another level, how about uh, not, not even uh, top five, just what are some of your – Okay, I know Kanye will probably definitely included. Uh, just favorite producers in general that just inspire you. You like, yo, I yeah, gotta get it. Uh, yay, Kanye, Hit Boy, Ninth Wonder. Okay. Um, Pharrell, and see the Timbo or Dre again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll do six, yeah. We'll, yeah, because we'll I was like, yeah, I was like, you know. Um, all right, the last one. Got to got to end it with with the with the hometown hometown. Oh. <laughs> I know this. Thing. Uh, local, local, national, whatever you know. You might have one that you want to put me on to. Five go to Detroit artists. <sighs> Sean and M are up there. Uh-huh. Sean M. Royce. Uh so that's three. Um it's tough, man. We got so many. Um Black Milk. You ever heard of Black Milk? Yeah. I've, I've 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 become a payroll fan thanks to love. Pay pay is a it's man Detroit is where it's at, bro. I can't I don't know. Ca- Cash Dog, <laughs> she 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 got bars. Cash Dog got bar. Uh, man, we got so many flavors, man. Bodie James. Yeah, Bodie James. I, I yes. ride it out with Bodie. <laughs> yeah, you know he he, he officially Griselda gang he signed, signed to Griselda, and I was I was happy when that happened. Yeah, I run it out with Bodie, man. Bodie Royce. Yeah, Black Milk, man. 
is another producer rapper too. Um, yeah, gotta throw M and Sean up there. But yeah, it, it's so many. We got so many flavors, man. Elzai and and Sada and yeah, it's so many flavors. That that, that that's why I love about the that uh that Detroit record that uh the Sean had on the album. Yeah, the cipher. I was like, yo, he's literally <laughs> showing like all the different sides of Detroit <laughs> on this on this one song. Yeah, we got so many styles, bro. Um, but that's my city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? BMF gang and all that. I'm I'm so happy, man, that that 50 and I'm doing that, man, to to see Detroit. <laughs> but yeah, and have uh, Meech's son play, play him. That's, that's yeah. Like I I read that uh, homie was like, "Yo, 50 had me in acting classes for the last two years." He's like, yeah. "I was going to some." He's like, fil- "Going to like two two a days." He's like, "And even after yeah. that, it was no guarantee that I was going to get the part." <laughs> a real one, man. But yeah, like yeah, so many, yeah, it's so many, man. Yeah. Sean, Sean M. Royce, Black Milk, Bodie. <laughs> okay, cool. So, uh, anything else you want to mention about about the album? Give you social medias and all that. Um, nah, I just hope everybody listen to it, man. Like, like I said, I ain't expecting to go platinum or nothing, man. But it's just, it's just me showing my skill, my skill set, uh, a piece of me, personal and just you know, just stuff that's on my heart, man. Just you know, Brianna Taylor and. You know, I, I really get teary-eyed thinking about um, Sandra Bland. Still, so I ain't gonna say it. It's even saying her name, bro. It choked me up. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so and I just want people to listen to it, and um, it's a it's, it's a conversation starter. Like again, I wasn't trying to be preachy. I don't think I spread any false info on there, but um, <laughs> it's just my <laughs> emotion. If I if I need to be corrected, you know, it's a form for it have an open discussion but um just hope it sparks something man um that's why i threw in ali you know talking about dra- uh dodging a draft on there and you know tupac talking about thug life and things like that on there um i just hope you know hope it's a conversation starter just for people to just um if you're gonna be an activist if you're gonna be in the community if you want to rap like you know if, even if it's just inspiring you to like yeah, like dog did this, like I can do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um so I just hope people just listen, man, and just hear even a lot of stuff, even pain or the the passion in my voice on there, man. Um opening it up with uh Nina Simone, you know what I mean, was like even listening to the Nina Simone talk, like I get teary eyed every time. Yeah. Listening to it about yeah, that you know, was what deep. she was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um um, but yeah, so yeah, I just hope people are just a conversation starter, man. And if you see me on socials, um, the uh, my Instagram, the Wolf and the Blade, it's all one word. But um, yeah, if that if you just tell me the shit whack or <laughs> whatever or how to get better, man, like I'm all about getting better and competition, friendly competition. Like again, I, I want to compete. I want to produce and release industry standard art you know what i'm saying i I look at myself as a creative so not a rapper not a producer not a filmmaker um just a creative you know creative director so yeah i'm I'm proud of it man if i'm proud of it i think everybody else will be 
Yeah, you know, cause, cause, you know I listened to it. I was like, I, I uh, definitely think it's. I can't wait to you know help run them streams up for it. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. That's what I was actually uh, even in the, in the DM. I'm like, did Lowe send you? Did, did Lowe send it to you to snack? Because I'm yeah, ripping yeah. and running around. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He hit me with the uh, the link for it. Yeah, man. Just appreciating Lowe, appreciating you, man. Just even when he hit me with it, I'm like, so I was gonna talk to me, like, and <laughs> <laughs> like I'm. Like I'm, I'm really uh, I don't I want to, you know, diminish myself, say I'm a nobody, but it's like, literally, man, I'm just hey, trying hey, to have fun. It's, it's all, it's all family, it's all family. So I was like, I, I, was, it, I was like, yo, you know, make that connection. He was like, for real? I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm talk to him about the album. Yeah, load of manager, man. Uh, because he be, I say he the manager because he be managing to do shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, when we touching his money, like low for sure. You know what I'm saying? He 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 touching the bag. He the connector yeah. <laughs> for everybody. When you sit back and look at it, like, yeah, man, Lo did that. So uh, Skeet Gross, but yeah, yeah shout- man, shout out to Skeet Gross. But, yeah, um, shout out to my dog, <clears throat> Uncle Skeeter. Oh, oh, well, now Big Skeeter. Papa Skeeter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So it's uh, I just want to be a conversation piece, man. Even with the artwork, um, with the B. And the black rose mm-hmm. you know like everything is intentional man you know um i don't remember which order but just uh one meaning uh new life you know, or they both at some to, to a certain extent meaning new life and you know i'm breaking away and you know rebirth so that's kind of why i chose the artwork for that and even doing that myself and how nice. so that's dope <laughs> that's dope that's fire yeah man but uh, thank you for doing this, bro. You know, it's been another episode of the Music Impulse. It's your boy Smiles. I'm here with my man Alex Kane, and we out. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, bro. Go, yeah. go stream that all, y'all, and run up my my streams, my penny per stream <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. money. <laughs> right. Appreciate y'all, man. Yep. Yeah.